When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the PHNX Daily Bet Show, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe if you're new, and leave us a five-star review if you're listening on audio. I'm Shane Diefenbach, joined, as always, by Johnny Venerable on this Friday, and it's a division preview Friday. We're going to go over Ooh. the – Johnny, how are we feeling? Good. Uh, this is the worst division in the AFC. It's not even close, uh, and I think it has a chance – in 18 months to be the worst division in the NFL. I think yeah. the a- NFC South get a couple new quarterbacks in that division. I think it's going to rebound. This is a division that I think can be one nine and eight, 10 and seven. Yeah. I, I, I think the Colts, I think the Colts will win more games than that, but I think that's all it's going to take really. Um, right. And, and we'll go over some of the key departures and acquisitions like we do in every, uh, in every preview, but, for now, Johnny, is there any storylines that you're keeping your eye on ahead of the season starting, specifically with this division? Uh, I, I would say, I was going to say, say just, go ahead. Go ahead. You ask no, me a question, then you're going to respond for me. Well, That's I didn't know if you had an answer, so I was going to go. But go ahead. No, I, I definitely do. I, I would say it is going to be how how do the Indianapolis Colts bounce back from a what I think is their fourth starting quarterback in four years to open up the season. Uh-huh. Uh, and how does Matt Ryan not look completely washed and do just enough? Because we've seen this before. This is a Philip Rivers 2.0, but can you get a little bit more on the back end that you did with him because Wentz was so universally hated? That to yeah. me, because the Colts are the only team I think that are built everything outside of quarterback to make a, a nice run in the AFC playoffs. But I, is the quarterback once again going to blow this window that Indianapolis has where they've got a, a lot of it's like San Francisco. They've got a loaded roster, but just glaring holes at, at quarterback. Everybody else is just like there are sub headlines, but none of them mean anything in the landscape of like winning in the NFL. Yeah, I would say I well, first of all, with the Colts, I mean, yeah, talk about a blown window last year, losing to the Jaguars in week 18. Yeah. I remember I was on a plane and I bet on the Jaguars and we landed and the Jaguars were still winning that game. Um, yeah, I'm glad they moved on for, from Carson Wentz. They Carson Wentz did not deserve this defense yeah. um, or this team in general. Uh, my biggest storyline, I'd say, is the return of Robert Woods and see if he can get healthy because I think that's the Titans' only chance on not only having a competent offense, but really just competing in this division at all. Um, their defense is solid, but the, I think I think slowly but surely they're realizing Tannehill is not a franchise guy and is not going to be able to take 
that next step. And you don't want to waste Derrick Henry's probably last two or three years of continued dominance. So, yeah, Robert Woods is the one to keep an eye on. Um, Because you remember how good he was for the Rams before he got hurt. I mean, he's a solid wide receiver. And with the loss of A.J. Brown and now – or Corey Davis and now A.J. Brown, you're really going to need somebody to fill those voids. Yeah, to me, this is a team going sideways fast. Um, Going south, would you say? Sideways. I think they're going sideways. Yeah, but would you say they're going going south? South and sideways, maybe. Because they're in AFC South. God, you ruined the show already for me. Um, and you can't, it's hard to ruin football for me. You've successfully done that here on a Friday. Um, can we talk about yesterday real quick? Preseason action. Oh, yeah, we, we, bet, can. we bet on it. I, uh, I was going to go two and all my picks, but then your Seahawks were even more inept offensively than I thought they would be. Bears straight up one money line plus three and a half. That was a lock. Uh, the over missed by what one and a half points because the Seahawks opted to not take the training wheels off and they look so completely dejected offensively. So one for two day, but I blame Shane Seahawks for the hmm. fact they didn't come ready to play at home. Nice home performance by the Seahawks. Yeah, definitely. The uh, at one point, I, I was watching the game with my dad, and I looked at him like, that has to be pumped in crowd noise, right? There's no way they're that excited about a four-yard run by a fourth-string running back. Uh, but I think they were. Uh, here are my picks from yesterday. I did pretty well. Bears, obviously. The Padres, Josh Hader's terrible, Johnny. He's awful. Yeah, that's awful. why the Brewers got rid of him. He they, he, yeah. he was bad with the Brewers toward the tail end. He's Padres, living off an all-star appearance. Padres fans were booing him last night because he couldn't hit the strikes. And he walked in a run and then gave up a an, another run, and they lost 3-1. to one. It was just gross. Um, yeah, so that didn't hit. They're over in the Toronto game, did hit. And for the third time, I want to say this week, another home run hitting prop, plus 330. Vlad went deep, I think, in the second inning again. Um, yeah, we just we love that. So good, good day yesterday. Three for four with some juice on a plus three thirty prop, but we love that. Um, and we also love the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you didn't see the, the video that PHNX Sundays posted today, um, there was a eighteen year old um, freshman that wanted to that wanted to be in a class where he could sports gamble. Unfortunately, you can't do that because twenty one plus. But you can do that if you're old enough, and there's no better time to get in on the action than right now on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make your same-game parlays for the MLB just ahead of the NFL season. If you're getting bored with it like Johnny is, you can you can do some props and some fun stuff all the time on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and college football is coming up. So right now, when you use that promo code PHNX, you can bet just $5 on college football. Get $200 in free bets instantly. It's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details uh they also have ufc stuff available um drake just put two hundred thirty thousand dollars on jose aldo so i know i'm fading that and we'll be talking about that tomorrow <laughs> me and sean on the ph next daily bet show so make sure to tune in for should we charge tuition for this show i feel like i should now yeah i think we should um just just give us a percentage i'll we'll give winnings. you those commu- community college fees how about that yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's get get into the some of the big key acquisitions and departures in the AFC South. Uh, we'll start with the Colts, who I think everybody, including me, thinks is the front runner for this division as long as they yeah. don't fumble it. Um, you obviously get rid of Carson Wentz and replace him with Matt Ryan and Nick Foles, funny enough. Um, Philip Lindsay, uh, you re-sign Matt Moali Cox, you re-sign Matt Pryor on the offensive line. You get Yannick Ngakwe, which I love. 
Um, and then obviously you get Stephon Gilmore, which is huge. Rodney, Rodney McLeod's a sneaky good one too. Um, leaving, you lose Marlon Mack, which who really cares? He's slated to be RB1 on the Texans, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Paschal, that's, that's not good. But but other than that, I mean, I mean, Michael Pittman's your clear number one. Then it's just kind of muddy over there. You lose Rocky yeah. Sin, which who I really like. Um, and then a couple other people, Jack Doyle retires. But other than that, I mean, is there anything that kind of stands out to you? I think just the ascension of somebody like Paris Campbell, who's a second round pick at Ohio yeah. State last year, who has big playability. Not that Michael Pittman doesn't, that's just not his game. Paris Campbell, I think at his best, can be a 17 plus yard reception kind of guy and the perfect kind of outside compliment to Pittman, who, by the way, uh, I've heard has been unguardable during the Lions joint practices. Take that for what it's worth. I think he's going to have a monster season. That offense should do just enough to keep them at bay and win this division. You, you talk about Jonathan Taylor. I don't think they go as heavy with him this year. It'll be more balanced. I think his touchdown volume could go up, but his total yards, like Matt Ryan's going to want to throw. He'll he'll spread it out. I'm going to I'm going to phase him a little bit, take the under on his passing yards total, but. This is this is going to be a team with more balance that you've seen offensively than you know with certainly with Carson Wentz and Phillip Rivers. Then on the defensive side of the ball, like the Yannick Ngakwe move, I think is super underrated because he is somebody that, when challenged, especially surrounded by great players defensively, like a Quiddy Pay, who I love as a oh, breakout candidate this I year out of Michigan too. last year. DeForest Buckner, that's an egregious trade for the 49ers. Eject that right into my veins. This front seven, I think, has a chance to be, at the end of the year, the best front seven in the NFL. The back yeah. seven's a different story. I don't love Stephon Gilmore at this stage of his career. The safeties are pretty meh, but the the front seven. Darius Leonard, yeah. Yeah, it's, they will it's, suffocate it's really these other teams in the NFC South. <laughs> yeah, if you remember last year, Johnny, like almost a year ago, we did a division, or we did a uh, NFL uh, award show, uh, yeah. preview, preview, and one of the – Excuse me. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Hi. Welcome back. Okay. My mic went out. One of the awards I picked last year was Quiddy Pay to win the um, offensive or defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Obviously didn't do that, but still, um, I, I'm a big fan. I'm really excited to see what, what he can bring. I think this is a big breakout year and having Unique Ngakwe on the opposite side of you is only going to help. Yeah. To me, he is somebody that flashed at the beginning of the year, was was pro-ready, got hurt, and now I think another year of conditioning in the weight room, getting his body right for the NFL. Um, he's just like I just said about Yannick Ndokwe. The, the front seven is too talented for these guys not to not to play off of each other and flourish. So uh, I like the Colts to win again, about 10 games this year, yeah. trending in the right direction. It's not going to be overnight, the chemistry between Ryan and, and these receivers, because he's, I think – Similar to Russell Wilson, you spend your whole career in one place, there's a little bit of a learning curve. We saw it with um, Peyton Manning once upon a time when he went to Denver. It wasn't seamless overnight. So I think this team's going to be playing their best football at the end of the year. I think they could be a 500 team until about mid-November, and they, and they put their foot on the gas. But they are going to eat against this division um, that I think has some interesting pieces, especially in Jacksonville. Yeah. But Tennessee's going the wrong way, and I think Houston is the worst team in the NFL. Last thing to mention about the Colts is another breakout receiver candidate um, from your favorite school, Cincinnati's Alec Pierce. I've come around. Pick. I've come around. <laughs> yeah, so we'll keep an eye on him. But, yeah, I, uh, we'll see. This division is just so weird. I think 
as I said, I think the Colts are the clear front runner. Then who really knows what can happen? Well, now on to your favorite team, your guilty pleasure, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. A um, couple big additions at receiver. Uh, obviously, Christian Kirk from the Cardinals, but I really like this sneaky signing of Zay Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be camp. good here. They re-signed Laquan, Laquan Treadwell. Um, they obviously got Evan Ingram. They get Brandon Scherf. Like They show up their offensive line a little bit. They franchise tagged and then signed Cam Robinson. Uh, and then, yeah, some 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 good pieces on defense as well. Uh, losing Carlos Hyde, uh, Tavon Austin, DJ Chark was a big one. But and and then on the defensive side, you lose Miles Jack, which kind of sucks. But and nothing really too egregious in the departure in the departure side of things. But the guys coming in, I feel like, can make a bigger difference than the guys leaving. So really excited to see with that. And then the biggest storyline I think of this team in general, not only Trevor Lawrence being able to figure it out this year, which he wasn't as bad as people thought last year. I mean, you didn't, a lot of people probably just saw the stats and didn't watch the games. I don't think he was that bad last year. I, I obviously didn't have a lot of help. But he's going to have a lot of help in the backfield because I think Travis Etienne is going to be a monster. I think he's going to come back firing. Uh, I'm really excited to see him play, and I got some props for him. But, Johnny, what do you think of this Jaguars team heading into this I, year? I think if things break right, they could win seven or eight games. I, I'm that big of a fan of Doug Peterson. I thought once upon a time if Cliff Kingsbury had flamed yep. out in Arizona, Doug Peterson would have been a great fit. He's got a Super Bowl trophy in his um, in his cabinet, and he is the only one to win one in Philadelphia. That doesn't mean nothing. And most importantly, he's a quarterback savant. And Trevor supposedly has had a great camp. Uh, I'm I'm pounding the overs for Christian Kirk, not because I think he's underrated. I think I think he's going to have his first thousand yard season. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr. is still on the roster. You mentioned Evan Ingram. This offense is just entirely different with Peterson in the fold. Yep. Um, it sounds like James Robinson is going to be ready for the season. He was out all last year. The defense is what it is. I think the defense is going to have glaring holes, but I think they're going to flash because of the fact they're going to go up against some immobile quarterbacks, uh, some quarterbacks that are due for a regression like Ryan Tannehill, certainly whatever the hell's going on in, in Houston. They will look better than they are, than the sum of their parts at times, just because of how bad this division is. Um, I, it's funny, though. We talked about it on Cardinals. We're going to talk about it today. I think Shaquille Griffin could get traded in the next seven to 10 days. His cap hit is huge. He's part of the old regime and the Cardinals are sniffing around corners. Don't be surprised if something like that happens, but Trayvon Walker to me, I Mm. think will will have a double digit sack here as a rookie. His we'll talk about it when I get to my props, but six and a half sacks in today, there's 17 flipping NFL games and this division's terrible. He he will sleepwalk his way to that over. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, not much really else to say about this Jaguars team. I, I think it's just a learning curve thing. Um, obviously, the number one overall pick should have a lot to add. And uh, hopefully James Robinson gets back healthy because I really liked how he was running. But Went to my alma mater, Illinois State, baby. <laughs> those Achilles tears can be pretty brutal. Um, all right, going to the Titans now. Um, the, the AFC regular season winner, Titans, 12-5 and five last year somehow. Um, you get Robert Woods, as I said earlier, you get Austin Hooper, which is kind of fun. And then that's about it. You get Jamarco yeah. Jones, you sign, uh, you resign your center. Um, you don't really do much else. You obviously trade AJ Brown. Um, you lose Julio, which who cares? Um, you lose Ferkser, who I thought was pretty good for them last year. You lose a couple of pieces on the offensive line. You lose Jack Rabbit Jenkins, who I really liked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, your your defense is not as good as it was last year. I think it's still solid, but I don't think it's as good. The only fun thing that can happen with this Titans team this year is they start 0-4, and Malik Willis comes in and plays really good football. You got it. 
I think that's you got it. it. That's where I was going with this team. I think we see Malik Willis at some point, whether it's the tail end of the season when this team falls out of contention, if you want to call it contention. Traylon Burks, who I love coming out of Arkansas, who I still think will be a very nice player, has had a slow start to his NFL career. That's not ideal. They needed him to grab this job by the throat and run with it because you lose Julio. Obviously, you lose A.J. Brown. Robert Woods is coming off injury. Uh, I'm not buying this passing game at all. I think teams are going to jump on this team because their secondary is ass, and then they're going to have to be forced to play catch-up, and Derrick Henry can't run downhill in, in that scenario. I like Jeffrey Simmons. I like Harold Landry. Some of their pieces on defense still look quality. Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech last year showed some promise after being injured partially yep. as a rookie, but I, I think this is a seven-win team. I think the Jaguars and the Titans could have the same record, but maybe the Jags win the, win the uh, tiebreaker. This is a team, like, if in this division, like, we've seen the peaks with Ryan Tannehill. He's gotten you as far as you can as you can go with him, a la Alex Smith once upon a time with Kansas City. You would be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't let Malik Willis get at least six to eight starts this year. Yeah. That way you can go into the next offseason knowing that, oh, we need to make a move for another quarterback, or like Philadelphia did, which they wisely did during Carson Wentz last year with them. They found out Jalen Hurts could play. They moved Carson Wentz, and, and they've made the playoffs last year, and this year they're going to win the NFC East. I think we could see the same type of scenario going with Tennessee. Let Malik and Traylon Burks develop a rapport, and then you have something to look forward to in 2023, not not more of the same. Yeah, I think this team, the only really good thing that they're doing is they're rebuilding on the fly, which I really like. Um, you know, you're letting some key pieces walk, but you're also replacing them. You mentioned Caleb Farley, but I also really like their second-round pick, Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Obviously, he's got really tiny arms. Um, that's like the biggest knock on him. He's got little uh, T-Rex arms, but I really liked what I saw from him at Auburn. Then he was also at the senior bowl and did some pretty fun stuff. So I like him. I don't really like this team this year, but I think they're, I think they're doing an okay job of rebuilding for the future. And if Malik Willis can continue to look as good as he did in the pre in his first preseason appearance, um, then I think they will be just fine. All right, moving on to, did we do all of them? No, we no. got the final team, the Texans, got, the sweetheart the of the barrel, <laughs> the sweetheart of the division. Um, Davis Mills is Texans. Okay. Not a small neck. Yeah, no, very large. Uh, you get Marlon back, Marlon Mack, who's your RB one right now on the depth chart. But as I said, I think Damian Pierce, um, from Florida takes that job halfway through the season, season, if not earlier. Um, you re-sign Chris Conley, you extend Brandon Cooks, yawn, yawn, yawn. That the wide receiving core on this team is the most boring thing I've ever seen. Um, other than that, I mean, you yeah, you don't really do much else. You re-sign some guys, you get a couple offensive line pieces, and then in terms of departures, obviously Deshaun Watson, who who cares, was moved on. He hasn't played in a while. Um, you lose Tyrod Taylor to the Giants. Um, they don't really do much except lose Justin Reed, which I think was a big thing. So Johnny, what do you make of this team? So I've got some insights. So I've got people uh, in the know from the University of Illinois who said Levy Smith was one of the worst coaching hires they've made in the uh, university's history. He kept trying to get his son on the coaching staff. They wouldn't allow it. Guess who's on the Houston Texans coaching staff? Levy Smith's son, I think, coaches are linebackers. And that's not a knock. I just think he he was great for those early 2000s Bears teams. Yeah. Um, I think today's NFL kind of has passed him by a little bit. Here's all you need to know about Houston Texans and what they've got going on with their roster this year. Derek Stingley Jr., who they took in the top 10 this year, is the third highest paid player on the team via OverTheCap.com. He's making $6 million. That's his cap head. That's the third highest paid player. I think Brandon Cooks is on his way out. I think he's going to get dealt. Uh, Laramie Tunsil is just kind of hanging out at $17 yeah. million per season. To me, 
them and the Jets will fight for the top overall pick because we're the AFC is so strong and they've got so much meat on the bone that there are going to be some teams sacrificed as a result when you've got to play everybody else. And I think that's the Jets and the Houston Texans to me. This is a expansion level roster that really should have rolled with what they had going last year with, with David Coley, who kept them competitive. I think they're going to be significantly worse than last year, which is unfortunate because Cully, to me, they're going to have the season everybody thought they were going to have last year. Cully was very respectable, well-liked in the locker room. And, you know, this organization, Jack Easterbay or B or whatever his name is, Mm -hmm. uh, he's a hot mess disaster. He is somebody I would want to get away from the organization. This Deshaun Watson cloud still hangs over them. I uh, I think Houston is in for a long, long rebuild, and they're they're three years away plus. Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, there's only a couple things to really look look ahead to. Obviously, I mentioned Damian Pierce, who I really like. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We saw Damian Pierce at the combine. He is one of the most likable players, and he. Sh- I wish he would have gone to literally any other organization. Yeah, um, Derek Stingley Jr. Fun. Yeah, they're they're great players that we all love are all rookies, right? I don't like any of their pre-existing players other than Davis Mills. Here's what I will say about Davis Mills. He got hurt at Stanford. He went in the third round. Had he stayed healthy, he's a second or or first-round quarterback. But I think he will be absorbed by the fact that their offensive line, their skill players are so terrible. If I mean, like, I, I you can make an argument Davis Mills right now is better than Trey Lance. <laughs> I, be, I believe that wholeheartedly. You just hate Trey Lance. I like Davis Mills, but you just hate Trey Lance. And no, we'll, I just you I think, hate him, Johnny. No, I it's not that I hate him. It's that I think people are unreasonable. And yeah, there's there are, unreasonable hype, but you hate him because of it. It's Davis, like me, it's like me with Jason there. Tatum, Johnny. People talk That's, about him too much. They just talk about him way too much. Trey Lance, and it's no fault of Trey Lance's own. His fan base is out of control yeah. and need to be stopped. It's exactly with Jason Tatum. Jay, Trey Lance is the Jason Tatum I think Tatum I get it now. I think I yeah. get it now, Shane. There we go. All right, Johnny, let's get into our picks. What is your forecast for this division? What are you, what, what are you looking at? What are you teasing uh, on the I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a big spread. I'm looking to make money. And I think the Colts winning this division is a lock. And then, like I mentioned, like the Jaguars could be 5C enough at the end of the yeah. year to tie like or it. be outright beat. Tennessee plus 700. Uh, I Again, if you're not buying the Titans, then this is a bet you have to buy. And then in de facto, Titans finish third plus 360. That's really the only question mark. There's no way in hell I see Houston finishing anything but fourth. Um, and then this is an easy one. Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big year passing the football. They're going to be behind in a lot of games. So you figure he'll, he'll eclipse 4,000 yards passing at minus 110. And uh, keeping this party moving, Shano. I also like, as I mentioned earlier, Trayvon Walker to finish with over six and a half sacks. One of my favorite bets. You're, I don't hear you. I don't hear you at all. Shane's got mic problems. You want me to pull up my own graphic here? There we go. Okay. Hello? Hello. There Welcome we go. back. Um, pump the brakes. The graphic's coming. Okay. It, okay. It's there. Um, all right. Well, let's get into my favorite, what, what I think is going to happen. You might not like this. Um, Colts to win the division. Titans. Oh, never mind. I thought this is. Uh, never mind. I thought I did something else. You. You will like this. Titans under nine wins. That's, like, that's literally hand in yeah. hand with everything I just uh, said. And then Colts over ten wins. I. Th- I think that. I. Th- I think they get to to eleven or twelve. I, I really think this Colts team is going to have a pretty easy walk to at least ten. Um, and in that case, you push. So, don't hate it at all. 
um, taking that to the bank. Um, also, did you like the uh, do you like the title of our bets? Pay up. Is that fun? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Because Quitty Pay, get it, Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate it. Get it. I was looking for Quitty like Pay it. props, but there was none. I couldn't find any. I was going to take us over on sacks, but I couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah, that there's only like. There's only like 15. Yeah. Yeah, guys. The top 15 guys that are always in contention. Yeah. The Bosa's, the Chandler Joneses. All right. Let's get into some of your player props, Johnny. Who are some guys <sighs> you want to keep an eye on in this division? So, fair warning, Texas fans watching. I don't have any props on your sorry ass team, but I do <laughs> double up on Matt Ryan. I think uh, passing yards are going to be down, but efficiency and touchdowns are going to be up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of boots, a lot of play actions, a lot of red zone uh, cash ins. I also think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big year. Uh, with from his rushing tolls, he eclipsed that last year. They're just this team, it's it's balanced all the way. It's going to be one of the more complete offenses again that I think is going to hit its stride November, December. Um, and yeah, I like I like Matt Ryan just to be steady, like a plus version of what Philip Rivers. Thanks, was. Josh. I needed that. Yeah, no, I I think he's definitely definitely not the the Philip Rivers 2.0. I hear people saying that and I understand. It's a very easy comparison to make an old quarterback coming for probably just a year or two to help the Colts make the playoffs, but yeah. I I I I firmly still believe Matt Ryan has a lot left in the tank and he's not as sporadic as uh Philip Rivers was, so we'll see. I I I'm a fan of uh I'm a fan of the move. Anything to get Carson Wentz, Wentz out of your city. Um, I am a fan of. All right, we'll get into some of my props that I like. Sorry, Johnny, but I do have some Texans props. I'm hammering this. Davis Mills <laughs> over 4,000 yards and 21 touchdowns plus 550. I'm not hammering. I'll probably sprinkle. That's actually night. not. That's not terrible. That's, no, it's that's, not. That's it's not a great receiving core, but I mean, he had some games where he lit it up last year. If he, he starts 17 games, he's passing for 4,000 yards. Yeah. Uh, and I think he gets the 21 touchdowns. And I mentioned my love for Damian Pierce. Uh, the 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 now that's counterpart, insane. that's insane. Yeah, I know it's sprinkles. The counterpart to my my love, Emory Jones, the quarterback of Arizona State, former Florida quarterback. I think he has a shot to win offensive rookie of the year. I'm not saying it. Obviously, in these division previews, I've had a couple offensive rookie of the years. You can't have multiple. So I'm just sprinkle all over the board. I think he's worth it. I, I, I'm a big fan of him. And, I mean, they're going to need to rely on him heavy. And then Travis Etienne. I mean, this guy I'm so high on. Obviously, him and Trevor Lawrence have a bromance from college. I think he's going to light it up this year. Um, James Robinson, late season ACL or Achilles injury. Um, I, I, he's going he's gonna to be the starting back. So 1025 rushing and receiving yards combined. Uh, minus 105 on the DraftKings Sports. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I'm going to make a sad prediction. I'm, oh, no. I'm dead serious. Um Remember when when Urban tried to make Travis Etienne a receiver and then he blew out his knee? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Urban Myers ruined Travis Etienne. I don't think it's ever 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 gonna happen because of his knee or because of his mentality. I think because of his knee. I think he's just gonna be hurt. typically running backs who blow out their knee their first year don't go on to have a thousand yards from scrimmage the next year. But that you do yeah. you man. Well, I think here, that's I have three I think words Urban's for you. Him. I have three words for you. He is him. Travis Etienne is him. Well, yeah, I loved him. He wanted to be – he tried to get the Cardinals to take him. Probably should have taken him over Zayvon Collins. hey <laughs> Remember, he, was, he went up to Steve Kai and put his arm around. I want yeah. to go play with Kyler Murray. I like Travis Etienne, the person and the player. I think there, there is going to be a sacrificial lamb from the urban scenario. And I no. think it's old Travis, yeah. Well, what is uh, – what's he doing now again? Herbs? Oh, that's Rod right. Kester, He's just working being at Urban Outfitters. 
<laughs> what if we could get him on the show? I can, Dude. I can try, I can try to arrange that. Here, you know, hang on, um, let me show you something. Uh oh, oh God! This is a gift from him. He sent this to me when I was a captain senior year, and we went twelve and two. Are you is... serious? Yeah, bro. I told you he lived in my parents' basement. Johnny, congrats, twelve and two season, being a captain, herbs. Urban Meyer. I wish that was Aaron Hernandez. You never oh, told me this. Oh, yeah. He lived in my parents' basement. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He was dropping bombshells on me, Johnny. Her herbs. Love you, herbs. Here's oh, my here. God. You want, some, you want some organ stuff? Hang on. Dude, that is so rich. I love that. Johnny just talk pulled about, we, we an autograph poster of Urban Meyer. We talked about Daniel Jones. Here's here's my guy, David. Uh, what's this guy from – what's this dude's name? From Duke? <laughs> I don't remember him. He coaches Duke. He's <laughs> This is David Cutcliffe. Who did I say to coach the Texans? Oh, I don't know. Okay, it's a good show. Okay, all right, Johnny. What do you? What else do you like? You, you mentioned Trayvon Walker. Yeah, Tra- Trayvon. Are these my bets? Christian Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk as the He's default my- number one, number one receiving option. Minus one fifteen. That's easy. Uh, if Christian Kirk doesn't hit eight twenty five receiving yards, it's a fucking disastrous uh, contract. Pardon my language for the Jacksonville Jaguars. $20 million a year. You can't huh. eclipse 825. Literally rat bastard. Ryan Tannehill, his interceptions are going to be over because the team is going to be so bad. They're playing from behind. And we saw what happened in that playoff loss to Cincinnati last year. Couldn't give them the ball enough. And then Trayvon Walker, again, I don't know what 6.25 sacks are. It should be six and a half sacks minus well, 125. I... I'm going to tell you right now, parlay all this shit together. Every one of these bets will hit. You have my word. If it doesn't, if everybody watching the show, if this doesn't hit, I will buy everybody a T-shirt from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. All of these bets are hitting. Oh, my God. Okay. I love the confidence. I love the confidence. Um, yeah. I, the only thing that could ruin that is is uh, Tannehill getting pulled early in the season. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I don't hate it. I do not hate it. All right, these are the last three bets for our division preview show. The AFC South will be doing this for the rest of the division. I think we have three more, the NFC South, the AFC North, and the NFC North. Yeah, I think those are the last three. So we'll get to those before football season kicks off. But here are the last three props from me. As I said, huge fan of Robert Woods. Not really a timetable yet on when he's going to be available, but I think if he comes back like four games and he'll reach this, I think he's going to be their only option. He's going to be the only guy that can do something with the football. Get him in space. Easy money. Speaking of easy money, this is the easiest bet on the DraftKings Sports. We got Michael Pittman Jr. over six and a half receiving touchdowns. Are you effing kidding me? Hammer. Minus 120. Hammer that. Love that. Big fan of it. And then on the other side of the ball, Unique and Gawkway over 7.75 sacks. Uh, I think he gets there easily. Could he pay opposite side? Uh, he's going to be a dominant. He, he's going to be dominant this year. Um, this whole defensive line, this whole front seven is going to be really good. Um, big fan of Darius Leonard and what that defense can do. So, Unique Ngakwe over 7.75 sacks, minus 115. Hammer it on the drafting sports. We got Johnny, anything else before we get out of here? You just want to dance P- a little bit? PHNX Cardinals live today. Myself, Bo Brock, Frank Sanders, 4 p.m. Putting a bow on cards camp. Cards about to trade for a starting cornerback. God, I hope so. Catch all that and more today, right before. The Arizona Cardinals host the Baltimore Ravens and squash. Listen to this. The Ravens have won 21 straight preseason yeah. games. That means my DraftKings pick of the week. No is way. Cards money line, suckers. Are you actually going to take the Cardinals money line? Oh, hell yeah. Trace McSorley and Trey McBride get shitted on. Oh, God. Um, I got a fun little 
MLB parlay for you guys. Uh, Trey nice. Turner over one hit and the Dodgers to win uh, by two. So Dodgers minus one and a half. Trey Turner over one or one hit, one plus hit. I think that's plus 125 on DraftKings Sportsbook app. That is my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week. Grab some four peaks, hang out this week, and have a good time. If you're in the Valley, if you're in Scottsdale tomorrow, my day club, noon, we will be doing a live show. Me, Derek, Sean, and Leah live from Maya Day Club. It's going to be a good time. What so. is? What are you even doing? What are you doing? What are you oh, hanging just, out there for? We're just, just, we're just drinking and talking. Yeah, it's nice. going to be a good time. So if you're, if you're down there, head out, say hi. It's going to be a little warm, but we're going to be indoors. So make sure to do that. Um, OGs will be there. Grab some Four Peaks, as I said. If you're not, hang out this weekend. Uh, we'll be live tomorrow, uh, probably around noon, to talk about the UFC. So before then, grab some Four Peaks. But just a reminder, got to be 21 or over. To drink and enjoy that responsibly. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. Follow the show on Twitter at phnx underscore bets. Peace, love, and quitty payday. <laughs>